0: Wake exemplifies what this uniform is. A really powerful quote given by Jason Baratek after the death of former Red Sox pitcher Tim Wakefield, an absolute legend on and off the field who's received a ton of love over the last couple days for everything that he gave to the sport of baseball. You are locked on Red Sox, your daily Boston Red Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, Every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Red Sox, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gabby Hurlbut, former ESPN social media associate and current host of the Boston Balling Podcast. Here to bring you the latest in all things Boston Red Sox, Monday through Friday, straight to your favorite podcast feed for free. And speaking of free, Sirius XM can also hook you up for free with every Red Sox home broadcast. Just download the Sirius XM app, search Red Sox, and you will find the home broadcast of every game so you don't have to miss a single pitch of Red Sox baseball and what I hope will be a very successful 2024 season. Some of the prep work for the 2024 season has already begun as Alex Cora and Sam Kennedy were in an end-of-season press conference um, on Monday. So I'm just going to be touching on some of the key takeaways from that press conference on today's episode. But before I dive into all of that, just a heartbreaking situation all around to hear about Tim Wakefield. When the news broke and it wasn't supposed to, about the fact that he was sick and fighting through brain cancer. I was heartbroken, but also was hopeful that it was in the early stages and that they could find a way to treat it and everything would be okay. So me being the optimistic person that I am held out hope for that. And then on Sunday, it was announced that he passed away. And it's just awful to really think about. Um It's heartbreaking situation. So many former Red Sox players have given him tributes on social media. I'm going to highlight a few of those now. Um But the most unfair thing about this to me is that Tim Wakefield was loved by everybody around baseball. It didn't matter what team you were a fan of who you rooted for, or um, what team you really followed. You were going to root for Tim Wakefield to succeed. And I've seen numerous people from other fan bases that have come out on social media and said, Wakefield was an easy person to root for no matter what uniform he was wearing. And It's so true because when you think of somebody who just really played the game the right way and set a good example for others on and off the field, you think of Tim Wakefield. And for Red Sox fans, this hits very, very close to home and is such an awful situation to have to navigate through because this is somebody who I looked up to and always watched play and is one of my favorite players to ever put on a Red Sox uniform and helping the Red Sox to that 2004 World Series and being part of the 2007 World Series team. There's just a lot of special moments that you think about with him and obviously his famous knuckleball. Um, And he was just gone way too soon. 57 years old and just really getting involved so much with baseball beyond being on the field. I mean, he was broadcasting and you could see the passion in his voice and be able to tell how much he really loves this sport. And that was just something that never went unnoticed. And the way he went about being the best he could be every single day is irreplaceable. And there truly is nobody like Wake out there. And Numerous people on social media spoke out about it and were giving him, um, you know, gestures of what they appreciated about him and what they're going to remember most about him. And it's just really, truly sad to think about this happening. And it really is always the worst things happening to the best people. It's heartbreaking. It really is. And just sending all of my prayers in the world to them and that right now the family and just really keeping them in my thoughts because gosh he made such an impact on the entire major league baseball community and just to go into a couple of some of the tributes that he's been getting on social media david ortiz on monday said i can't describe what you mean to me and my family my heart is broken right now because I will never be able to replace a brother and a friend like you. Rest in peace, my brother. Former teammates who spent a lot of their careers with him, and he's the type of player that young kids that wanted to be professional baseball players, you know, in my generation, looked up to him as a pitcher. And it's just so super just shocking and Sad and I did a lot of crying when the news first came out. And I'm trying to hold it together right now. But the emotions are okay. And just remember, this was somebody who was so loved in Boston and by the Red Sox community, whether that was teammates, coaches, fans, anybody in the front office. Tim Wakefield really is the Red Sox and truly embodies everything that the Boston Red Sox are about. And when he put on that uniform every day, you knew that he was going to come out there and give it his all no matter what. And he loved being in a Boston Red Sox uniform. His family embraced him being in Boston and you'll just always remember him as an absolute icon and somebody who just truly played baseball the right way. Pedro Martinez posted some thoughts on social media I don't have words. We were together a week ago, and I was so looking forward to being here for you on this stretch. I will miss you, my teammate. My heart hurts. Carolina and I will always be here for your family. And it's a few pictures of the two of them together and a couple other pictures of them with other people, family members. And it's, it's truly heartbreaking. Alex Cora spoke about it on social media on Sunday. He was a great man slash husband slash father slash teammate slash friend. He loved his family and the Red Sox. He was proud to represent our organization on and off the field. We did our best to honor him. He will be missed. And he also added um, in an interview, he was what a Boston Red Sox should look like. Nobody wore his jersey with more pride than Tim Wakefield. It's really so true. Um, he was proud to be in a Boston Red Sox uniform and you knew that as long as you had Tim Wakefield on the team, your team was going to be successful and was going to create good memories. And as a result, he's an icon for Boston Red Sox fans and the organization and everyone alike. And this is really a time where the baseball community is coming together, even if it's not a former Red Sox player. Um, the Pittsburgh Pirates posted. We are saddened by the loss of Tim Wakefield. Tim began his major league career with the Pirates and was a part of our baseball family for six years. He made his debut in 1992 and was a key addition to the pitching staff that helped propel the team to its third consecutive postseason appearance. Off the field, Tim always devoted his time to make an impact on others within the Pittsburgh community. He was a great man who will be dearly missed. Our thoughts and prayers are with his family at this difficult time. You'll always think of him as a Boston Red Sox, but you'll always remember that he started his career in Pittsburgh. I mean, he was a legend. Tom Karen, another um, iconic you know, Red Sox personality who has worked with Tim Wakefield. I've worked with Wake for the past 12 years and had the honor of covering him for 17 seasons before that. I've never met anyone who loved the Red Sox more or who better understood how to use the power of sports to help those in need absolutely gutted by his loss. Um, When he says, understanding how to use the power of sports to help those in need. Wake was such an ambassador for the Jimmy Fund, trying to help raise money for childhood cancer. And it was just so powerful that he was so passionate about that. And he just cared about helping others. And I had several fans reach out to me on social media and say that they had met him before and he was just the nicest person in the world. So I sit here and ask you, if you can, to take a moment of silence to remember Tim Wakefield with me. Thank you. Think about your favorite memory of him. What is your favorite memory of Wake, whether it's as a player, after he was a player, or even up until he passed? What is your favorite memory of Wake? Those are the types of things he'd want you to remember him by. And those are the types of things that we as Red Sox fans can look back on and be super proud of and. A smile about and just be grateful for the fact that we were able to watch him play, but I hope he rests in the absolute sweetest peace. My heart is with his family right now during this difficult time. I absolutely can't even begin to imagine what they're going through. And honestly, you know, it took me a day to kind of put the right words together to really feel like I'm honoring him the right way, but the truth is there is no right way to honor him. And no words that I say here on this show will ever really bring to light the impact that he made. I know in my heart, the impact that he made on me as a Red Sox fan. And I'm sure you listening know in your heart why he made an impact on you as a fan. But those are the types of things that are so powerful that they can't be spoken into words. So I ask you to take your favorite memory of Tim Wakefield, cherish it, and remember why you loved him and the player that he was. Thank you. Coming up on the show, um, Sam Kennedy and Alex Cora did an end-of-season press conference on Monday. I'm going to be going over some of the key takeaways from that and um, just what... Is most noticeable from it. Do you like comfortable clothing and constantly being comfy? I know for sure that I do. They have clothes that make you look so good, and they have stretch khaki shorts that are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. What are they called? You guessed it bird dogs. Bird dogs are really functional for any occasion. I mean, my fiance has bird dogs attire. He wore them to play golf. He wore them to a dinner with my family for um, my sister's birthday. He's worn them to go to the gym. Um, and he's wearing them right here on the couch at home. So you can wear them pretty much for any occasion, but they're fantastic because I like to be comfort, comfortable. Like I prioritize comfort over anything else when it comes to clothes. So I really want to make sure that I'm getting the right attire that makes me comfortable wearing it and comfortable moving around. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on MLB or enter promo code locked on MLB at checkout for a free bird dogs water bottle with your order. That's birddogs.com slash locked on MLB for a free water bottle at checkout. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. I mean, hey, who wouldn't want a free water bottle in the deal, too? So definitely take advantage of that. And I really do promise you, you won't want to take off your bird dogs because. My fiance doesn't either, and my parents also have some, and they absolutely love it. Don't forget, also, SiriusXM has you covered for the home broadcast of every Red Sox game. Um, Just download the SiriusXM app and search Red Sox, and you won't have to miss a single pitch of any game because the home broadcast will have you covered for every game. So I highly recommend you get that started for 2024. Speaking of 2024, the season is a wrap the Red Sox managed to split their last series of the season with the Baltimore Orioles, not the worst way to go out. Obviously, you know, winning all those games would have been a great way to go out, but at least they didn't lose the series and we got to see a win on the last day of the season for wake. Um, And now it's time for the off season where the Red Sox figure out what do we need to do to get ourselves back in contention? Alex Cora and Sam Kennedy did give end-of-season press conference on Monday. A lot of what they talked about had to do with the search for who was going to be stepping in and taking over for Heim Bloom since he was recently fired from his position as chief baseball officer. So they were talking a lot about that process. And Sam Kennedy basically said they want to take their time with the process, um, and they really want to make sure they're hiring the right person or people. To take over, they said they're going to have some internal candidates and some external candidates. But no matter what they do, they want to make sure they're hiring somebody who has the capability to make the Red Sox a contending team again, but also continue to develop the farm system. The Red Sox organization believes that they can contend while also continuing to develop that strong farm system. And I think one of the reasons they felt like Heim Bloom wasn't the guy was that he wasn't showing enough capability to make decisions at the major league level and being aggressive enough with those types of decisions. So whoever they bring in, they want to be able to really show that they have that balance of going all in on the major league team to make sure that they can compete and also continuing to, develop some prospects and bring some guys in who can be a good fit later on to the major league roster. So Kennedy reassured people that it's going to be an elaborate search. They really want to make sure that they are finding the right person for the job and that they're hiring somebody who really has the ability to come step in and take over the organization and be able to prioritize both the minor league and major league um, areas. So that was talked about Alex Cora also reiterated again that he's not prepared yet to be a GM. He wants to still manage. He will be here in 2024. It's already been confirmed. Down the road, he said he might consider the possibility of becoming a GM, but he's not ready for that yet and I mean I agree. I like his talents in the dugout. I think that's where he's best. Um so it makes sense that he would want to stay in that position too. And from a coaching standpoint, Alex Cora is the only person on the coaching staff whose job is confirmed for 2024. Everybody else is on the table in terms of being moved. And if you're asking me, you know, I think that there needs to be some reevaluation when it comes to the rest of the coaching staff. I don't think anybody else's job should be safe, Um, I wouldn't be opposed to getting rid of the hitting coach, um, the pitching coach, and others who might be part of the problem because there was an issue this season with these guys not being prepared enough um, from a defensive standpoint for games. And offensively, were their games as a whole team really being elevated throughout the season? The pitching coach, I mean, I've said what I've said on here before, About him, but just to really reiterate what I've been saying, um, Dave Bush, the Red Sox pitching coach, I don't think is the guy for the job. This pitching staff has been a mess for a while, and I think having a new pitching coach in there can make all the difference when it comes to the strength of the pitching staff. Um, obviously, on top of acquiring pitchers that can help the team to be successful and be talented. So that's a part of the issue, but getting a fresh face in there might not be such a bad thing. So the Red Sox are focusing on really figuring out, okay, who on this coaching staff is realistically a feasible um, you know, member of this staff to the point where they could be um, with us in our organization next year. So there's going to be some evaluation about that. Um, Kennedy also, unfortunately confirmed that Red Sox season tickets are going to be increasing their prices next year. It's just tough with the season this team had because they weren't really very good, um, overall. So not as many people are going to the games. So therefore ticket sales went down. So the Red Sox feel like they need to make up for and compensate it. So he announced that they're going to be, um, increasing ticket prices again. And also they really just. Talked about the fact that, you know, the Red Sox are not a team that doesn't make the postseason. And Alex Cora even sent a message after Sunday's game to the team about saying it's unacceptable for you to put on a Red Sox uniform and not be playing October baseball. So his message to them was basically go out this offseason, work on getting better, and come back next year and be better. And Justin Turner was candid about that. Kenley Jansen was candid about that and also said, we need to acquire some pitching this off season. So players have come out and been vocal and acknowledged the fact that they weren't as good this season as them as Boston Red Sox players are expected to be. So Coro was not happy with it or how the season went. Um, But he did say, you know, we need to just focus on making the right kinds of moves and, everybody as an individual needs to grow this offseason so i expect some heavy changes the press conference you know was powerful cuz they started off with a really really strong um you know piece of just words on tim wakefield that sam kennedy gave and It was emotional for everybody, um, but when they came down to talking about the 2023 team, the overall feeling and sense that I got was dissatisfaction over how everything went and um, what occurred with this team this season. So hopefully it's a fresh start now. They can find somebody to come in and really make some of those moves to make the major league team match up to the minor league level in terms of potential and really what they can do because the minor league teams are in very good shape right now. I mean, there's a lot of talent in A, So if they can get the major league level back up to what it used to be, that will be key for the Boston Red Sox. Coming up, I'm going to be talking about a reliever for the Red Sox who actually overall pitched very well this season, but the Red Sox are considering him making him a starter. Is that a good idea? I'll be going into that next. Who doesn't find sports betting to be fun? I know I do, especially this time of year. There are so many sports in October. I mean, baseball, postseason, football's in the heart of the season. Basketball and hockey are going to be starting the regular season up soon, too. So this is the time to really get involved heavily with sports betting. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets, guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. I love FanDuel. I'm a huge fan. It makes sports betting so much fun. And I highly recommend you checking it out if you haven't already. Josh Winkowski. Many of you know him as a solid Red Sox reliever who came out of the bullpen and pitched overall pretty effectively this season for Boston. I mean, he had his bumps in the road but who didn't um but overall he showed his potential to be a very reliable reliever for the Boston Red Sox um so he has been out of the bullpen and has been very solid overall out of the pen um this season in 2023 he pitched to um a 2.88 earned run average which is really pretty good um he overall was pretty reliable. He recorded three saves and went with a four and four record um, and 82 strikeouts total. He's been solid out of the pen. And Alex Cora said that he was thinking about potentially turning him into a starter. What? First of all, why, like... Mess with something so good. If he's comfortable as a reliever and he's been getting the reps as a reliever and is feeling like he's finding his groove as a reliever, then why does it make sense to move him into the rotation? That to me seems like not a good idea because you don't want to ruin him and the ability that he has to really contribute for this team as a reliever if you move him to the the starting rotation. I like Josh Winkowski as a reliever. I think he's actually overall one of their best relievers. um and they have a core of relief pitchers that are very good right now, um, you know, including him, John Schreiber, you know, Brennan Bernardino, um Chris Martin. You have this core group of guys out of the bullpen who were typically pretty reliable night in and night out. And when Winkowski fell into that category. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say that he was the best reliever that the Red Sox had, because by no means was that true. But he did do a lot to show that he could be trusted, for the most part, out of the bullpen. And if I'm Alex Cora, I'm not messing with that. And the other reason, too, is... The Red Sox are going to go out and acquire pitching this offseason. They know it's a priority. I know that it's not going to go ignored. They know they have to significantly address the starting rotation and add some key arms to that rotation to improve. Um, And they might add one or two more relief arms as well. But if they add starters, there's no need to move Winkowski to the starting rotation when he hasn't really shown an interest in that or an ability to pitch that long. And when it comes to being a starter versus being a reliever, there are so many factors that go into it. Relievers don't train their arms to pitch six or seven innings at a time. They train their arms to be up to par, to make themselves available to maybe pitch one or two innings in that game, and then bring their best stuff in those couple innings so that they can do their job and deliver. So, If the Red Sox want to move him into the rotation, that'd be a crazy transition period that would have to happen, first of all, because he'd be on a short leash at first because he's not used to pitching out of the rotation. And also, on top of that adjustment, his arm might physically not be able to do it or have the stamina to do that because he's been used to being a reliever. Alex Cora, as a manager, I... Like a lot overall, but I do feel like he, for some reason, always has this urgency to push people into being a reliever that are more of a starter or vice versa, even if it's not necessary. And I totally agreed with it with Pavetta. He had to move to the bullpen to really find himself and figure out what worked for him and what didn't because it wasn't working for him as a starter. And now here we are, and you know he's come back to being a starter and has looked very good. So now he has the ability to kind of platoon and do either or pitch out of the rotation or pitch in relief. And that's great that the Red Sox now have that flexibility with him because they've discovered that. But I feel like Alex Cora likes to create these scenarios in which somebody who's been a reliever, like is going to be a starter or he wants them to be a starter and I want to ask Alex Cora to just hold the phone on that. Josh Winkowski, to me, should stay in the bullpen because that is where he brings his best stuff. And I know that if the Red Sox lost him in the bullpen because they were starting to use him in the rotation, that would be a pretty big piece that the bullpen would be missing. And they'd then have to find somebody to replace him anyway in the bullpen at that point. Um, And you have to hope that person ability-wise has the same way of doing things. So I would rather go out and be aggressive on the pitching market this offseason, acquiring some proven starting pitching arms um, who actually have started in-game situations. Um, and that is what they do, as opposed to just transitioning Winkowski to the rotation. And Winkowski obviously should still be on the pitching staff, but to me he needs to stick with the pen because I don't want the Red Sox to damage what he can do and um, not allow him to be in a situation where he really thrives. So Alice Cora, please keep him in the bullpen. That is where he belongs. And let's just hope whoever replaces Heim Bloom can go out and be aggressive on the pitching market. That just is what it is. Just have to be. As always, now that we are in the offseason, you can still keep the faith. Um, it might be harder to keep the faith now than you did during the 2023 se- season because the Red Sox cannot lose games for us right now during these next few months. Um, but stay tuned to the show every day still. I'll still be dropping Red Sox content for you, guiding you through everything that happens with the team this offseason. And we're going to have fun together. So continue to make Lockdown Red Sox your first listen of every day. Download the SiriusXM app and search Red Sox to get the home broadcast of every Red Sox game straight to your feed so you don't have to miss a single pitch. Keep the faith. Let's go, Red Sox, and I will catch you on the flip side.